So deep links, redirect and user experience will continue to work. ecosystem ready for iOS 14. I've seen some numbers suggesting that less than 20% of ad inventory is actually SK ad network ready. To get the answers and to dive in a little deeper, we're chatting with Jonathan Chen, who is a singular product manager who leads attribution and integration with top partners. Welcome, Jonathan. Thanks, John. Uh, big picture, how ready is the ecosystem right now? As of today, the ecosystem is definitely shaping up and building a lot of, a lot of great solutions. Uh, on the whole, I think uh, top industry players are more or less ready uh, with the pipes and uh, and actively working with uh, advertisers. What about marketers? What's your sense there? Uh, marketers are still trying to understand what is going on, but I think most advertisers understand that SKI Network now is the way to go. Um, still trying to keep an eye on what ATT means for their business, but there is a focus on SK Network, which is, which is what we at Singular like to see. What about the supply side, the inventory side? We've seen some data that suggests that not much of it is very ready for SK Ad Network. What's your sense? That's definitely what we see as well. Uh, obviously, we can break this up between ad networks and some of the super publishers that we all know about. All the super publishers, the Facebooks, uh, they are... Uh, more or less ready. When we start looking at ad networks, we do see that there's a lot of great adoption there. Similar to advertisers, there's no uh, no real dilemma on needing to integrate SK Ad Network. I think, especially with the new upcoming releases and iterations to SK Ad Network, we do see some partners lagging behind in terms of just making sure all their all their solutions are in place with all the iterations. Not easy for anybody, of course, and lots of changes happening here and lots of things happening in the last few weeks before final implementation of iOS 14's privacy protections. I want to talk about SK Ad Network and MMPs and obviously Singular in particular. How is Singular going to get SK Ad Network data? That's a good question. So Singular today is is uh, has built all the pipes to receive SK Ad Network data in whatever shape and form is available from from top partners. Luckily, we do see from the MMP's perspective that we have more or less standardization of how the data will be passed. What uh, the methods that we support are essentially partners that can forward postbacks to us, uh, either through a variety of methods and as well partners that only support uh, servicing the SKN or data in aggregate, so typically through APIs. So that is where we kind of get into the details per partner but uh, pretty much data can be received in, in any any way that is supported by the partner. So you talked about a variety of ways. Uh, I assume there's API, there's postbacks, you're also doing a 307 redirect. Can you go into some of the differences there? Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to forwarding postbacks or receiving postback data, the two main methods are uh, forwarding and redirect, as you mentioned. I think the main difference will is, is largely depends on the partner's technical capabilities at this point. Postback forwarding is more flexible for a partner uh, technically. It gives them the ability to uh, send the postback or forward the postback according to their their own, let's say, timing. It does have its pros and cons. Uh, similarly with uh, redirect, it is the preferred approach uh, from a fraud perspective. Redirect essentially means that the partner receiving the original postback is redirecting the exact same postback 
to the MMP. There is no real opportunity for uh, the partner to manipulate the SKI network postback data in general. SKI network does contain some built-in fraud capabilities, but it's not perfect. So the redirect method does remove any question of, uh, let's say, uh, in-transit manipulation of, of that postback. Absolutely. So how long will it take data to get to singular? So with postback forwarding or redirect, uh, the data gets to singular exactly when that postback is sent. Obviously, if if there are delays uh, by the partner forwarding the postback, that will be the delay that singular gets it. But as soon as singular gets the postback, we process that data immediately and it is surfaced in, in all our reporting. Is there anything a mobile marketer can do to speed that up? So there's ways to do that uh, in testing and also in, 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 in production. So in testing, Apple has released a few tools to help uh, reduce that SKAD network uh, postback delay. It's only for testing the pipes. Obviously, it's not realistic to get real performance data from, from those tests. In a real production environment with live apps, live campaigns, uh, the only real way to reduce any delay is tweaking uh, what we at Singular call the measurement period, right? So the measurement period that uh, we support in our uh, SKAD network conversion models, it simply defines the time uh, that conversion values will be reported to Apple. Uh, time since install. So there's been a lot of talk in the industry about what's the best measurement period to use. It is a delicate balance between using a shorter time to get SKI network postback sooner versus using a longer amount of time uh, where you get more data and more insights, but obviously at a cost of waiting, uh, let's say seven days uh, to get that postback. It's going to be very interesting to see what marketers do with that, right? Do you want instant data? Do you want richer data? And 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 there's going to be some challenges with that as well, because if your conversion methodology is 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 uh, complex, uh, if you've got if you're looking for a lot of different things, you may hit multiple privacy thresholds as well for each different type of dimension that you're trying to get back. Uh, seems to me that uh, shorter and quicker uh, might make more sense, but I'm sure we'll see a lot of testing there. So uh, the data comes into Singular's dashboards. How will marketers see it? Yeah, so uh, at Singular, we support both aggregate and what we call user-level data in a variety of ways. Obviously, in SK, I know user-level refers to post-spec uh, in its most raw form. So you know, all the existing methods that we report uh, support reporting these will be available uh, to customers. So specifically for aggregate, uh, we've released new reports with detailing SKI network data in aggregate, just the way you see it in the SKI network postback. Similarly, for our ETL and data destinations product, we support uh, exporting all that data and shipping it to you know your your data warehouse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Will it get combined with non-SKI network data? So that's a good question. At Singular, we, we there's there's at least two different types of non-SKI network data. There is the attribution data or the classic attribution data that uh, we are used to seeing. You know, let's say it's IDFA or device uh, user level based. And then you have uh, what we call network data. So this is uh, data that we are pulling from ad network partners, usually through their aggregate APIs. And this usually contains things like spend uh, and campaign data. Uh, so today we are already pulling uh, the network data for SKI network. So along with the raw SKI network uh, insights you're getting from the postbacks, we are combining that with campaign names, uh, creative names, uh, spend, you know, basically 
depending on what the partner supports, we are combining that data. In the future for attribution data, it's interesting to support combining that. We definitely plan on it, but I think it will depend on uh, the how the ATT adoption goes. Uh, in the hypothetical scenario where nobody implements ATT, there will presumably be no paid installs with your with your classic uh, uh, IDFA data. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, everything is changing uh, and will continue to change as the situation evolves. Interestingly, in un an unreleased report that I just gathered data on, I surveyed 600 consumers and 40% said that they would allow an app to actually track them, get their IDFA. So we'll see if that happens in practice as well. And of course, we have some other data on that. I also want to talk a little bit about mobile web. I want to talk about deep links, deferred deep links, and attribution. How does SK Ad Network and all of this iOS 14 stuff impact deep links? So there's two parts to deep linking. There's the functionality and the user experience mm -hmm. um, that the end user sees, and there's the measurement and insights part of it. So deep links, redirecting user experience will continue to work. And that's because it is a on-device technology whether it is the app advertiser app developer serving their own deep links or working with a, a third-party technology provider such as an MMP to serve deep links. All that stuff uh, happens on device. Now where the question gets interesting is on the measurement side of things. Uh, measurement equates to attribution uh, pretty much in all use cases. Now this goes into uh, ATT supported and, and non-supported use cases. To sum it up, uh, measurement will generally measurement on deep links will generally be supported when ATT um, consent is given. Now that that means that given or known or known and given, <laughs> uh, known and given. Yes. Uh, essentially, when you have the IDFA, it's generally assumed that that is where you have ATT consent, and that is where a deep link measurement uh, attribution is is allowed by Apple. Talk about deferred deep links and the difference there. Yeah, so deep links, which is uh, deferred deep links, which is often confused with deep links, are are technically two separate things. So deep links refers to engaging users who already have the app, and what that means is that if they click on a deep link, they are directly uh, deep linked and in, in, uh, into the app, and the app is opened. Uh, deferred deep links is for engaging users who do not yet have the app installed, but you want to serve them some relevant user experience as soon as they open the app for the first time, uh, hence the name deferred. Uh, the difference is deferred deep link, the user experience does depend on attribution happening uh, before that. If you, if you engage with an ad, some server, generally an MMP server, uh, would record it. Uh, they would know that this user you know, clicked on this ad and when the user finally opens the app, the MMP uh, would be able to say, hey, yeah, we know this user clicked on this ad. We also know that this user needs to get this, this user experience because of that. Mm -hmm. So the attribution decision happens first. For deferred deep linking, the user experience is directly tied with attribution. So it means that uh, if, we, if we look at uh, Apple's guidelines, deferred deep linking is not supported uh, if ATT consent is not given. Interesting. Interesting. Now, universal links still work, right? Uh, Apple supplied technology. Yep, exactly. Uh, universal links, which is uh, an iteration of deep link technology, still happens on device. So same thing. Uh, the user experience is unhindered, uh, but the measurements will depend on ATT. Absolutely. 
I want to talk a little bit about view through attribution because that's a relatively new thing in SK Ad Network. And how is that going to work? Yeah, so view through attribution is going to be introduced with iOS 14.5, and that coincides with SK Ad Network version 2.1. So it's definitely not live yet. Uh, but it's pretty well documented on, on, on Apple's side enough to understand how it's going to work. So view through attribution is introduced. Uh, and from a SKI network postback uh, post perspective, there's just a new field that tells the partner or the MMP if this was a essentially a click or a view. We do know that uh, Apple's interpretation and handling of click versus view through aligns with the classic last touch methodology. So this generally means clicks are prioritized over views, as well as from, a, from an attribution window perspective, we know click-through uh, click is, is 30 days uh, for Apple. View-through uh, implementation by Apple is using a, a fairly standard 24-hour uh, view-to-install window. So that's good news in that there, it's roughly adhering to standards. But uh, unfortunately, as we know with, with click-through uh, SK Ad Network, there really isn't a customization of, of the attribution window. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you've got some concerns about fraud as well, correct? Yeah, exactly. So for click through, generally, you know, a click is user intent. And generally, if there is a signal and Apple knows that a click has happened, it's pretty fair to say that there is no fraud there. With view through, there's all sorts of things that complicate whether or not there was actually intent. Also, because there is no measurable action like a click, there could be scenarios where, you know, maybe it wasn't actually shown to the user. We do know that Apple has built in some handling. Uh, for example, uh, looking at their documentation, an impression will be recorded uh, if it's been shown for at least three seconds. There are a lot of smart uh, partners testing uh, view through and all its, uh, let's say, behavior of what will happen. It's definitely something we're keeping an eye on and that the industry is very, uh, very keen to understand how it actually works in the wild. I'm sure that the fraudsters are keeping a keen eye on it as well and uh, looking at it as intently as they can also to see if they can uh, not show something but report that it's shown. And I'm sure that we'll continue to work on technology around that as well. Now, you can't customize that attribution window for view through, correct? Correct. It's uh, and, 24, 24 hours. Yeah. And how does Singular represent that data of view through attribution? Yep, so similar to how a normal attribution, we have breakdowns by dimension and we record click-throughs versus uh, view-throughs, uh, we have that same exact breakdown in our SKN reporting as well. Excellent. Well, Jonathan, we're not far away from all of this being real. You've been preparing for this for months, uh, perhaps longer than months. I, I know that CEO started working on this in 2019, actually, the initial stages of SKAD network support. Excited, nervous? <laughs> excited and nervous. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's how everyone is uh, as everyone is looking at it. As you mentioned, we've been working on the solution for quite some time. Uh, it's exciting in that there are new opportunities. It's nerve wracking because, uh, well, as you know, this is a complete shift to to how uh, uh, everybody is used to doing things. We're we just want to make sure that all our advertisers and partners are ready. And uh, come, you know, iOS 14.5, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and uh, hopefully SK and our campaigns are going to be, uh, you know, our path forward. <laughs> You're shot in the dark. Will this happen in February or March? My hope and guess is March. Uh, mm -hmm. I know everybody is, is keeping an eye on and, uh, and 
looking at that early March language. Uh, that's yeah. what we're, uh, or, or sorry, early spring language. Uh, yes. Which is March. <laughs> yes, it is. Absolutely. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking this time. I really do appreciate it.